0: Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to Queen Creations Radio, your one-stop shop for all things manifestation, fashion, women's empowerment, and all the behind-the-scenes action of Queen Creations design. I am your host and the creative director of Queen Creations, Natasha Mundy. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Queen Creations Radio. So if we look at the wrap-up of everything that's happened in the past two weeks, um definitely settled into our new life, which is really, really amazing. I handed in my resignation at my day job, which was so liberating. And um, and I'm about to start my next adventure with my career, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, I've really enjoyed the past two weeks uh, being on uni holidays and getting ready to get back into it next week, which is really exciting and working on that graduate collection. So, um, yeah, that's everything that's been happening. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it has been so much at all the same time. And I think now we're just going to jump straight into this week's podcast. This week I was so lucky to be joined by a friend of mine. Her name is Kia. She runs a business called Join the Joneses. So you can find her at jointhejoneses.com um or is it.com.au i'll check that soon and as well you can find her on social media at join the joneses um her business is just absolutely amazing of what they do they're gift pamper boxes and they're ones um with purpose and just really awesome so we just jumped in this week had a bit of a chat and learned um you know some life lessons and things to share so let's just jump straight to it Thank you everyone for joining me on the podcast today. And I am very blessed today because I actually get to interview and have somebody on my podcast for the first time ever. So quite a quite a, an occasion. I'm very excited. And I am joined today by Kia. Um, Kia and I met a little while ago and she has her own business. So she is a business savvy woman. And her name is Kia. She runs a business called Join the Joneses, which you probably would have seen me tag a few times. Um, on my social media now join the joneses when i first met kia had actually gone through a little bit with it just before they hit their pivot in their business but to better describe her business i'm gonna invite kia to tell me all about it and tell us all about it
1: okay hello thank you so much for having me this is my first ever podcast too so um so yes when we met join the joneses was actually a designer handbag hire service And um, I launched that just before COVID. So it wasn't really the best time uh, for people going out and hiring handbags and that sort of thing. Um, And it made me also realise that maybe it wasn't the right business fit for me, which to be honest, was actually a really hard decision to come to because I'd spent about a year, 18 months in the background trying to get it set up and ready to go. And then once it launched, it didn't launch very well, COVID hit. And then at the same time, I was just feeling like, you know what, this doesn't actually feel like the right fit. So that was really hard for me to get my head around. But I decided to go back to the core reason as to why I started the business. Um, and the reason was that I really just wanted to help people feel included in a world where they wouldn't normally be able to be a part of, with you know, that feeling of having the beautiful designer handbags, having that feeling of inclusion in a world. Um, And just something that actually makes you feel good. I think that was kind of the the real nuts and bolts of it. I wanted people to feel good and I wanted to help them do that. Um, So then I decided that what I would do is completely pivot my business and do Join the Joneses pamper and gift boxes with purpose, um, which is what I do now. And so we do affordable pamper and gift boxes for everybody And we have a very strong pay it forward and donation arm where I've got a charity partner, which is Pinchapoo, and we donate products um, and gift boxes and customers can also buy gift boxes and donate to that charity partner. And then they go out to whoever needs them and distribute them. So homeless shelters, domestic violence shelters, people in hospitals, all of that sort of thing um and it's yeah it feels really good actually to be able to help people out um and also people are getting the getting the boxes and they're getting them as a gift so they're feeling good about the person's feeling good about giving a gift the person's feeling good about getting a gift and um our boxes you know they the most of them are 39.95 including the shipping so that's um hopefully affordable for most people so,
0: yeah. yeah that's in a nutshell well, that is fantastic. And we'll probably break down some of this a little bit because there's so many um, little treasures in there that I think that other people can really learn from. But, um, you know, I'll speak from my own experience as well. I was, you know, lucky enough to get one of Kia's boxes. I got a Mother's Day box and it was just absolutely just phenomenal. It was beautiful. And I loved it so much. Then I then went and ordered one for my mum for Mother's Day as well. So yeah, um, which I love that. Thank you. I, <laughs> no, and it was just it was just beautiful. And to be out of work with, you know, <laughs> uh, I really love being able to support another, you know, local, uh, you know, women's business as well, which was just really, really good. But you also do things like hospital boxes and some really sort of practical as these gifts. So, you know, when people are in a time of need as well. I think that yeah. it, the hospital
1: boxes side of it that actually came up because I had a couple of friends um, and my parents as well so a couple of friends parents as well as my parents um, going through a hard time and going into hospital in a bit of a you know a bit of a flap you don't you don't know what to expect a lot of big decisions have to be made. nobody thinks about packing toothpaste and nice things that you might need like nice comfortable slippers. Um, socks you know even like a lollipop to suck on while you're kind of sitting there in this limbo world so that's why the idea of the hospital boxes came up and they are definitely our most donated um, product and they're they're the ones that the um, uh, charity sort of appreciates at the moment because COVID and all that sort of stuff people sometimes can't afford to even buy toothpaste and toothbrush so yeah
0: yeah. No, I thought it was just such a fantastic idea. Um, you mentioned before and something that I'd really like to probably zone in a little bit there is that you initially started off with the handbag higher and how, you know, you kind of, you know, launched it with this sort of idea of what you wanted to do and then being able to go, Hey, that's not quite working. Like, I think that's a really huge thing, particularly, you know, when we're talking about women in business, um, you know, sometimes we have the idea that we, we want to do something. and we kind of have a bit of an idea of what it is that we want to do, but yeah. sometimes the, you know, and I think sometimes it can be a bit of an unrealistic expectation that what you first choose, like mm-hmm. is going yeah. to work when that's not really, you know, like sometimes you've got to go through lots of like different ideas before you yeah. can, um, you know, really get to where you want to be. So, you know, and maybe talking through that process of actually, you know, yeah what you sort yeah. of and how you got through that
1: that um you know that's a really good point that you make because I certainly felt like I needed to just keep going with this thing that didn't feel exactly right because I'd started it and I told everyone I was doing it and I invested money into it and you know I was actually really afraid of the shame that I would sort of be bringing onto myself and all that kind of thing and then everyone would be like oh my god you failed your first business in the first you know year what are you doing Um, so it was mentally it was actually really challenging to cope with and also to make that decision that you know what this just doesn't feel right and I need to I need to do something that makes me happy Um, And I spoke about it with my husband and he was really supportive um, and he, you know, I said to him, oh, you know, the whole idea was to make people feel good and to make people feel like they were getting a present. Because one of the things that the handbag part of it did that was different than other handbag hires is that it came in a beautiful, hot pink box with gold ribbon all around it. And it felt like you were getting a present. And that was one of the really big things that I wanted to do. Um, And then when I kind of broke that down, I was like, well, what I actually want to do is help people feel like they're getting a present. That's really what it comes down to. And I'm one of those people who loves to give presents. I'll give presents to everyone and anyone, you know, because I just love that feeling. Um, So then when I kind of broke it down, I was like, okay, this is the Why and the why doesn't change. And this is kind of the, you know, I wanted people to feel like they were getting a present, and that doesn't change. What is changing is that I'm doing something that I can control better. I'm doing something that I can help people pass on to other people, and then other people, and other people. And I also really, really, really wanted to do something with a donation side of it. And the handbag side was just not going to allow me to do that. Um, The COVID thing, I guess, you know, I hate to say it, but maybe was a bit of a blessing in disguise Mm -hmm. because I knew that, people weren't going to go out for a long time, you know, and if they did, they're not going to spend their money on a handbag to go out. They're going to try and save their money and they're going to go out and they're going to have a great time. They're not going to care what they look like because people haven't been out in 12 months. So (laughs) I just felt like it wasn't going to take off anytime soon and it was a good excuse really for me to pivot, um, but mentally still really hard. And also it took me a long time to tell my family I was sort of telling them bit by bit by bit until I'd made the decision within myself that, yep, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Um, and then I told them, and they were really supportive. I think I just was, it was in my head that everyone would be like, what are you doing here? That's silly. You should have stuck with it and all those things, but none of that actually happened. So, yeah.
0: What sort of time frame did it take for you to pivot your business around? From I guess thinking about like, hey, this is not this is not in alignment with me. This is not really what I wanted it to be. To then where you are now.
1: So I started thinking about it probably a good six months before I made any decisions about it. Um, and then once I made the decision and I had come up with what. Felt like a really good solution. Um, I started to do a lot of research and I basically spent probably three or four days with only a couple of hours sleep in between, just on my computer constantly going, yes, I can buy that as my stock. Yes, I can do this. I can do that. I can do that. So once I decided to go for it, it was a bit gun ho and I just went for it, no sleep, keep going until I had the solution. Um, and that's the kind of person that I am anyway, because yeah. I- you know, it's on my mind and I can't I can't stop until it's done. Um and then really it came together pretty quickly after that, probably only a few weeks to be honest. Yep. Um yeah. And then it was the process of changing the website, doing a new website, changing my Instagram, um, all of that side of it took, you know, that that was sort of within those couple of weeks as well, because I was like, right here, you've made the decision. Now you're gonna do it go and execute. Um, and so I just did it. Yeah. Balls
0: to the wall. The I think love.
1: It. <laughs> The thinking about it part was actually much harder than the um, doing it. It was the mental, getting over the mental barrier was actually harder than doing
0: it. Mm. Did you have any sort of strategies for getting over those mental barriers or is it just a lot of inner yeah. work?
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny because I'm the kind of person who internalizes a lot. So I'm a very good listener and not A great talker when it comes to myself, Um, so I thought about it internally for a really, really long time, and then I eventually talked to my husband about it, and he was supportive. Um, And then when he was supportive, that kind of encouraged me to be like, you know what? Maybe I might just mention this to my friend, and I might just mention it to my sister, I might just mention it to my brother, and then as I was starting to mention it to people and nobody reacted negatively, everyone was like, you know what, I get it. And your new idea sounds a lot more like you. So I was talking to people who I knew and who knew me really well, and they all said, yeah, you know what, this actually sounds a lot more like you in a nutshell. You like giving presents. You want to help people out. You like to donate things. Do it. It sounds like you. Um, and then once I started to not get negative reactions I was like yeah you know what they're right and it feels good then as I started to take those steps about making it happen and actually executing it it's I started to feel better and then it was all coming together I think because it was right it felt right
0: yeah oh that's amazing now you also mentioned like the donation part of it and I think it's really um, a good thing to really touch on now so people can get a real gist of you know a about that side of it as well if they want to get behind you and support your business but also know who it is that you're supporting as well. So you mentioned that you got on board with Pinchapoo. How did that come about?
1: Yeah, so, well, I spent actually a long time trying to find the right charity partner. To be honest, that's one of the things that took me the longest time Um, and I actually wanted to, um, I probably shouldn't say the name, but... I wanted to go with a particular charity who, as a child, so I grew up, you know, not wealthy at all. Um, we came to Australia, you know, English is second language, all those things. So um, I had support to go to university through a certain charity. Um, and that, for me, was quite life-changing. You know, they gave me some money. I got into uni. They helped me through that period of my life. Um, and I wanted to give back to that particular charity. Um, and I reached out to them. But unfortunately, with the whole COVID side of things, they weren't in a position to accept products. They could only accept money. Um, And I'm not in a position where I can give money right now. I can give products because that's what I have. Hopefully, when I start making money, I can actually give a certain percentage of sales. Um, But right now, that's that's just not something I can achieve. Um, So I started looking around thinking, okay, You know, who do I want to partner with here? And I Googled a lot of charities. I spoke to a lot of charities. And then I came across Pinshipu, who um, I hadn't really heard of much before doing my research, if I'm honest. Um, But I researched them and they just had such an amazing story. And I related to it um, because it was something that was created with a lot of heart. And I don't have any... um, I don't have any experience in like a domestic violence situation or anything like that, but the lady who set up Pinchapoo, she came from a domestic violence situation and she took this kind of worst part of her life and created a charity where she can help other people by giving them the little essentials like little shampoos, little um, deodorants personal hygiene products that when you're feeling really crappy about yourself can actually make you feel better you know it's like a tiny thing but when you wash your hair and you've been feeling rubbish it actually makes you feel really good um and that part of it i could relate to because i know how you know yeah a little thing like washing your hair or putting on some perfume can make you feel good when you feel really crappy um so i I reached out to her and um so that was kate she's the, the um founder and I think the CEO. so she um, agreed to meet with me via Zoom and we just uh, hit it off. you know she was amazing and I was really captivated by her story. She liked my vision and what I could hopefully do for them. Um, and they they are very much a product based kind of um, charity, so they take donations from all around. Um, And their main focus is personal hygiene. So they um, go to schools and uh, have hygiene packs for schools, which would include like deodorants, toothbrush, toothpaste, those types of things. And she was telling me that at the moment with the whole COVID thing, you know, people are struggling to have money to eat, they're not going to buy deodorants and they're not going to buy sanitary products and they're not going to buy toothbrush and toothpaste. They're trying to feed their kids, so that's what they're buying. Um, And listening to her, I was like, yes, you know what? I've got little soaps, I've got deodorants in my hospital boxes, I've got um, little shampoos and conditioners, I've got all the things that she needed. So, um, yeah, we just kind of headed off and agreed to to work together Um, and it's gone well I mean it's been um you know in just a little under three months we've donated over $1,100 worth of products so um it's gone well yeah it's going really well
0: that makes me good that is fantastic oh I just you know like I think that sometimes you know I know that I always have a bit of a focus on women in business and, and I think sometimes that's a little bit um it's a bit of a feminine touch there, isn't it? You know, like, you know, just being able to do like it, it's so much more than just, you know, selling things, making money at the end of the day, but, but the ability to be able to help others um, in return I think is such, such a sort of a big thing there. So that's really exciting. Yeah, thank you. That is awesome. Um, so, you know, if we look at, you know, like your business as it is now, so for people who don't... No, I, you know, I mean, kia and I we met off of um, <laughs> Instagram of all things, and yeah. it, which is it was so funny. It just, um, and I can't, I guess I can't stress enough to other people about, you know, if you're seeing, especially you know, like to anyone in general, but you know, obviously I have a female based more audience about um growing your lady tribe and I I do talk about that a little bit and harp on about it because I think that you you know if you've got if you're surrounded by sort of like-minded people or people who can really um push you to strive for more or for better and and to make a difference in this world like you're just very well equipped to uh take on life so you know and saying how we started is that we were just reaching out to each other on Instagram we end up following each other somewhere along the line and you know a comment here a comment there Kira had made a, a video that was very um honest that I just absolutely related to and so I you know I had to slide in the old dms there for that, <laughs> that um you know and we've developed a bit of a you know a you know friendship based on that as well as you know we like to you know talk business or when we can get together for a cocktail and talk business because that's how all things should be done yes, <laughs> but, <definitely. laughs> You know, But I know that you're also part of, um, I thought maybe we'll have a little chat about, I guess, you know, having a bit of a tribe or a network of people to sort of help yeah. you through with business because I know that you're part of a group, it is SA Women in Business. SA woman.
1: yeah. So yeah. I'm part of SA Woman, um, and, honestly, if you've got a South Australian business and you're a woman who's got her own business in South Australia, I cannot recommend joining them enough. Um, you know, it's funny because they run a lot of um, events and a lot of breakfast catch-ups and small things like that where it it can be quite intimate you know no more than 10 people catching up for a coffee basically Um, and I signed up to go to my first one after I've been a part of SA Woman for probably like nearly a year I think Um, and that was right in my I hate myself because my business is failing. I don't feel good about this. It doesn't feel right. And I need to change what I'm doing, but I don't know what to do. That so was right in that kind of state of mind. Um, and I reluctantly went to this breakfast because I bought a ticket. And I'm not the kind of person who says they're going to do something and doesn't do it. So even though I really didn't want to go because I was feeling really crappy, I was like, Kia put your big girl pants on and get in the car. So I went to this coffee catch-up and it really was a pivotal moment for me because as I was talking to these ladies about the designer handbag stuff and kind of how I was feeling about it not feeling right, they were all so amazing and so supportive and they kind of helped me realise well, your why doesn't have to change, you know, your why about wanting to help people out and wanting them to feel good. You don't need to change that. You just need to find the right kind of fit for you. And that, after that meeting, I, um, really got inspired to go and, and like get, get my hands dirty, do the research, find the stuff and just do it. Um, so their encouragement yeah, is really amazing. And I, um, I haven't been able to go to as many things with that group as I want to because I still work full time. However, I did manage to go a couple of weekends ago to, um, like a it's it was called a, I think it was called a not a business retreat retreat or something like that. I've photos of this. Amazing! So tell us about it. So that was really good. That was um, a group of women who all run their own businesses and all just really desperately needed to get away for a weekend and it was like perfect excuse. So we that was like a Friday night and a Saturday night. Um, and then we had breakfast together on Sunday. So wasn't it was in um, Victor Harbor, so not too far away. Yeah. You know, if, if you know the Adelaide area, um, and we basically had dinner together on Friday night. Well, actually, I think we started off with drinks, as you do. You know, drinks, and everybody, um, met, everybody met each other um, and just mingled. Then we had like a nice dinner. The next morning we did like a co-working session so everyone who wanted to, and the good thing about it was it was no pressure. If you want to come to dinner, come to dinner. If you want to come to co-working, come to co-working. If you want to stay in your room all day and watch Netflix, stay in your room all day and watch Netflix. So it was really one of those kind of this weekend is whatever you want it to be um, weekend. And I met some amazing women there, made some really good connections, um, and everyone was so free and wonderful with their information. Everyone was helping each other out. Everyone had little tips for everybody else. I got a lot of good feedback about my boxes. Everybody was given a Join the Joneses box um, and as I arrived on their bed. So um, that was, yeah, that was really it was a lovely way to sort of start it off, and it provided me with some really good feedback from people, you know, face-to-face um, and gave me, I guess, what I needed to hear from people that I don't know as well who yeah. didn't necessarily even know my business. Um, so it was, yeah, it was it was a really great weekend, relaxing, got a lot of really good work done, made lots of connections, um, and I'm actually going to be part of the showcase that they're doing on the 30th of July at um, Adelaide Oval as well. So um, I'd like to... Yeah, I'm going to be a part of, I think I'm just going to be doing a lot more stuff with them because it's just such a supportive, um, amazing group of women, and I have not spoken to anyone in the group who's had any negative or bad experiences at mm. all, so I highly recommend it to everyone, definitely worth the money, and it's not even that expensive, I think it's like 95 bucks, so I can't remember
0: to be honest, yeah. but and I expensive you don't even have to be a member as well. You can just pay to go to events individually if you prefer as well, which is pretty cool. So I, yeah, I'm absolutely, that's on my list of things to do. I just needed to get through the hectic month that was, and now I start getting a, a settled roster and all that sort of fun stuff. Then that's definitely, um, you know, like, you know, networking is back on the cards then for me, because that was something that was, you know, like really important for me as well was to do that sort of networking, which is why I reached out to you and, you know, and we just clicked and and ended up meeting up for cocktails. So it's just, I think like it's, I I think people shouldn't be closed off to how they can meet other people. I think sometimes when you get a bit older, like when you're an adult, it's not the same as being a child and you're like, Oh, hello be my friend. Um, Like you do have to make a bit of a bit of an effort and, you know, different you know, I know for me, like I was going through some different phases of my life and, you know, it, you know, there's there's some people that you're not necessarily in that phase anymore. You know, you might have outgrown or your life's changed or gone to different directions. So um, it was really important for me to find somebody um, who was, you know, also very business-minded, which was something really important to me. So that's why I'm looking forward once I know my movements of getting on because I do, I still get all their emails and everything, which is really fantastic as well. So it's something that I look for, I look forward to doing which is
1: awesome yeah yeah well look I would say to you um you know you made a good point about the SA woman thing you don't have to become a member you can just go to some events here and there and suss out if it's right for you but I I think I completely underrated how you know how much I needed the support of other women in business who are trying to do the same thing that I'm doing um Mm -hmm. but honestly it's been life-changing so yeah, yeah I think yeah you're right. People need to realize that sometimes your old friends or whatever are not going to understand what you're going through, and that's cool. But you can also make new friends. Exactly.
0: You shouldn't just be closed off to different opportunities. And I think, um, you know, like we were having this conversation before we we came on here about, um, I guess, you know, women in business and and how, you know, the conversation, I guess, is a little bit different. You know, like sometimes, you know, like yourself, you work full time. Yes, I am yeah, I work part-time slash study part-time then plus you run your business and I run my business which you know like which is forever changing because I never just stick to one thing I like to do lots of different things whether it's the, you know the podcast and um, just you know I like to try and do things that light me up I guess in that sort of sense but you know we were, we were having a bit of a chat about you know the the term the side oh, I'm going just working my side hustle or the little business and how that yeah. you don't necessarily hear that conversation or those terminologies from men um, because, you know, they sort of claim that a little bit more, you know, like oh, this is my business, this is my this is my career, this is my job, you know, and, and here we are like, oh, just doing my business and still my little, like almost like it's a hobby but it's not, it's something that we really want to make something out of. We kind
1: of undervalue ourselves with our own language and I think sometimes calling it a side hustle feels like it gives you a layer of protection
0: yeah. You know? yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, you're right. We we so shouldn't do that. I've never heard a man use the word side hustle mm. for his business. Um, I know you know, I know people who work full time and have their own businesses who are men and they they don't definitely don't call it a side hustle, you know. So yeah, we, we are undervaluing ourselves by our own language
0: for sure. Yeah, and I and I think like it's I, I think there must be so diff, different reasons why we we do that sort of thing. Like, and I think you hit the nail on the head when you said like a little bit of a layer of protection and sometimes not for the reason that you think it is either, you know, like, of course, a lot of, there's a lot of us who get a failure and, and if we call it a side hustle, we don't have to fully invest in and, and if it works, yes. that's awesome. And if it doesn't, okay, you know, we can kind of brush it off. Like it was just a little bit of a hobby. Um, you know, I think that's, you know, that's, that's the sort of layer of protection. I think, something for me that took me ages to come across. Like I know that I'm the type of person who likes to do lots about like lots of things. Like I don't want just, to just do fashion and just do clothes or just do this podcast or just do like I like doing online stuff, I like being creative. And I think for me like my layer of protection was just hiding behind the seriousness of it so people, you know, didn't judge me for being, you know, flaky because I yeah. like to do lots of things, you know, and like so I think it's definitely – something that we we do for different reasons but it, it's definitely it's definitely something that it's it's an interesting I find it fascinating actually that you know that we do that but you know I think that having having those sort of support networks helps you to you know like I you know I felt you know almost like when I met you it almost helped me like legitimize my own sort of yeah. business because I could walk into a room and like this is who I am no yeah. no preconception of you know, like oh well, I've known you since high school, and you've done this and you've done that. Is this just another hobby? You know, like there is something empowering about that. Walking in into a room with someone that you don't know and introducing yourself the way that you want to, you know, you want to yeah. be. And I think that that's definitely, you know, where that support network comes in.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree with that because I, I mean, I was super nervous to meet you, um, but I remember thinking you don't know me, I don't know you, if we don't like each other, we don't have to talk to each other or we'll see each other again. But, you know, the flip side of that is how amazing it's been <laughs> and that's what I was hoping for but I was scared that it wasn't going to be that. So, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of that thing of, um, you know, you're not judging me before you even know me because you don't know me
0: and I, now you know <laughs> you know. It's great. How good was it Because I literally, and this is, you know, I would absolutely encourage anybody out there, you know, make contact with people, reach out, slide into DMs, leave nice comments on people's, you know, Instagram and like really, you know, really support the other women. Because when we did meet and, you know, and we sat down and literally we just started drinking a cocktail and it was like that we'd known each other at the start you know, we, we were telling each other our stories, but at the same time, it felt like we'd known each other our whole lives. It was crazy. Yeah
1: yeah yeah it was and I guess that's the thing is with some people you kind of just click and I know you talk about it a lot um, about sort of that whole trusting the universe thing Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that this was one of those moments and not everything is going to work out but at the end of the day what's the worst that can happen if it doesn't work out
0: it doesn't work out you know there's a a saying I love this is either a lesson or a blessing (laughs) you know, yeah. like it's a blessing or it's a lesson. Like, you know, and, and some things like, and I think that's really important too, like when it comes to, you know, putting yourself out there and meeting new people and, you know, there's some things that are, you know, that like another, oh, I love my old sayings, you know, some things some things are for a season and some things are, you know, it could be for a lifetime. Like you don't, you don't know, like, and you know, it's just, and they don't have to be um, you know yeah it is you know put it up out there in the universe and you know like and it's it'll work out how it's meant to work out whether you're meant to be friends forever or you're meant to be friends for a little time or a mid time you know you just you just yeah. don't know yeah no,
1: that, and you've got nothing to lose so just go for it
0: yeah and I just think that if we worked in a world full of, you know, this is why we we're here today. Like, you know, I had a platform that I could bring you on to like, to let you speak about your business and to to empower. So I think that's just where I'm, you know, feeling like with this vibe of this conversation is that, you know, just really reach out to other women out there and just build each other up, you know, like just how much more success, there's enough success for everyone. There's never, I don't yeah. think that we need to worry about, you know, I think there's so much like, <gasps> If she gets a spotlight, then I miss out on something. No, that's that's not how this works. There's plenty to go around for everyone, and if you just build each other up, how much stronger are are you for that, and everybody else for that? Like it just you can just change the little world.
1: Yeah, and you know, um, there's a thing of I really strongly believe in a little bit of kindness goes a really really long way, and there's that thing of if you support somebody. You, that doesn't mean that you're, you know, competing with them or whatever, even if they're in the exact same space as you, but they can learn from you and you can learn from them because everybody does things differently. Yeah. So just because somebody else is doing gift boxes or whatever doesn't mean that I should fear, fear them, you know, or think, oh, my God, they've taken that customer and I could have had that customer. Like you can't think of it like that at all. It's just kind of like, okay, well, what did they do that maybe I can learn from or, you know, and, and there's a couple of groups on Facebook where everyone just talks about all those sorts of things. There's a gift box group, there's an SA Woman's group, you know. There's another one, the Modern Marketing Collective that I'm a part of, which yeah. I love as well. Um, and people don't need to be competitive, I think. You don't need to pull yeah. someone down to
0: bring yourself up. Mm, no, I absolutely agree. Because I think um, nobody can do what you do you know what I mean, like the people you know, you can all have you know you uh, yeah, like, you know, like I'm not the first person to think of you know, like let's do inclusive fashion. I'm not the first person to do that either, you know what I mean, like it, it's just but nobody, nobody can do what I do and how exactly how I do it, and nobody can do what you do exactly. you know you you bring you to the table at the end of the day, you know, like and that's what makes you unique from other businesses,
1: yeah, absolutely. you just need to be true to yourself. I think the pivot in my business definitely taught me that I just need to be true to myself because, um, you know, if I'm honest, this gift box side of the business has not been as successful as I want it to be at this point. However, I still feel great about it and I feel yeah. great about it because it's me, you know. it. Um, I'm helping people and, yeah, I might be doing that a little bit slower than I wanted to, but it still feels great. It feels oh. great because it's me. So if you're just true to yourself, I think, you know, you'll get
0: there. Yeah. And I can put a little woo woo spin on that as well of divine timing. Everything will happen when it's meant to happen. So it might not be happening to your timing, but it doesn't mean that it's not happening and it's not going to get to where you want it to be. It just, it's working on its own time and that's okay.
1: Yeah, that's right. You got to trust it.
0: You got to trust it yeah. as frustrating as that can be. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's, it's like the hardest thing is to I'm a control freak. I don't know about you, but I'm a control freak. And oh I I'm control freak. Just ask my husband, he'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, learning to like sort of surrender and things will, you know, like typically, you know, things do work out how they're meant to. And it's just, you just got to, you know, let go a little bit, which is a bit, a bit tough.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny, like, um, there's one story that I always go back to in my head when I'm kind of going through one of these times where it's like, this isn't where I want to be at this point in my life. And, you know, I think everyone's probably thought that a hundred times over. Um, but there's, you know, my, my, when I came out of uni, um, I obviously had a plan in my head which did not work out as it never does. But I started temping to get money. So I was doing a lot of temp jobs here and there. And I got a phone call one day to go into an office and be a receptionist at this temp job. Um, and I wasn't feeling great that morning, but desperate for money. So I was like, yes, I'll go there and I'll, you know, whatever. Um, turned up and was like, oh my God, I'm scared. This place is way busier than I've ever worked before. And there was just so much going on. Um, but That one day, that one phone call and me deciding, yes, I was going to take that temp job really completely changed my life because I ended up working at that company for over 12 years. Um, And I saw that company, I started on reception and I left that company um, after being involved in a very large transaction and running a team of like, you know, over 20 people. So, it's funny how things change, you know? And it was like that one moment. And I always go back to that in my head because I was like, if I had not gone to that one thing, my life would probably be in a different place, you know? So it's kind of that whole, that surrender yourself, that trust,
0: the timing and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. Ugh, preach. So many, uh, yeah, I can think of so many examples of that as well. You're just like, yep. <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. Univer. <you> know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. see so, Well, we're gonna wrap it up here for today, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I am, you know, Kia doesn't know it yet, but I am gonna get her back on the podcast because this was a lot of fun. And I think that it's good to hear somebody else's voice other than mine all the time and just being able to learn from other people's experience. You know, there, there's so much, you know, there, there's so much more kia has got to offer um with lessons that she's been through. And I just would like to explore that more. But thank you so much for joining me today, Kia. Well, look, thank you so much
1: for having me. It's been so much fun and I'm glad you're ending it because I feel like we could talk for another six hours.
0: (laughs) Yes, we could. If this wasn't on a timed account, we probably would go longer.
1: (laughs) That's funny. No, it's good to end now. We need to have uh, more to talk about later. But thank
0: you so much. I've really, really loved this. That's it. Well, next time we're bringing the cocktails. Sounds good. (laughs) Excellent. All right, I will talk to you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Queen Creations Radio. Now just remember, to help us grow, the easiest thing that you can do is actually share this episode with somebody. Make sure you subscribe. We really appreciate all the support. And if you want to rep any of the Queen Creations merch, just jump online to www.queencreationsdesign.com.